Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered, yes, I said powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal here on a Thursday morning, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have my pals, as always, my dear, dear pals. I was going to say babyface Joel Solomon, but he's gone. I don't know, this kid's got some, there was something where he was going to have to come to work tomorrow. So he was like, no, no, no. I can't come in on Thursday. Oh, no. you know what he's got to do tomorrow? What is it? He's oh. got to go to Hollywood oh. Boulevard to, uh, to help facilitate Mark Gunnels' right. Cinderella debut. You're listening to the voice of my dear, dear pal, Martin Weiss. There's another voice you're going to hear. And that's of Dave Damashek. Yes, we have caps of consequence all over the place. We're going to talk about that. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. We'll have our play of the day NFL draft. There's just too much. There's too much. And on top of it all, it's 420. Happy 420 day. And, and to you, like, I, you know, I used to do that all the time in the, uh, in the um, sanctuary known as the NFL media newsroom at 420 each day. Mm-hmm. I would break the is that quiet, the, 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 really? the, the serious quiet of the room by shouting at 420. Oh, like, shouting. Yeah. Oh, it's 420 y'all. I thought you'd spark Some people up. liked it. Other people were offended mm. by it. Martin, you like to partake. Is this um like April Fool's Day for me where I'm pranking people all year <laughs> long and so I take April 1st off? Or uh, See, not yeah. only see, the problem is also with the college in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. So right now it's the ultimate. Uh, it's a practice holiday, right? Oh, yeah. They do that whole thing. It's a whole thing. Like hash right. bash is a thing because Ann Arbor weed has been decriminalized, I don't know, since at least. 2009 when I was in there, Mm -hmm. uh, when I first got there. So like right now you'd be walking through to class and so on and everybody just just all these people. But it's the thing about the whole 420 thing. And like when weed first got legal, it's like, I don't ever want to hang out with any of these people. Like, oh, really? Like the yeah. people who are like traveling hundreds of miles to then go and like, hey, dude, let's go smoke weed outside. And I'm like, no, right. uh, amateur cool. hour. That's what you're getting at. It's New Year's Eve. Same thing. If you yeah. like that, if you like your drink and being out late at night and bending the elbow, the night you don't go out is December 31st when go. all the amateurs are out. That's there what I'm saying. Now, could it be, though, conspiracy theory right here? Draymond Green suspended for tonight's game against Sacramento. Game they need. Hmm. Said he's out. Did he look at the calendar? Is he smarter than everybody? Did he look ahead and say, you know what? I wouldn't mind sitting out 420, watch the game, live pod, live stream, whatever, while a game is going on and not have to worry about how much I smoked from 10 a.m. to tip off. They don't test for weed anymore in the NBA. And plus, you know, he said he only gets technical fouls when he chooses nah. to. He does not get baited into technical fouls, so he had to pick it, Good right? Good choice. Good choice to skip this one. Good choice to skip this. Who are the, you know, I saw your friend Jimmy Kimmel what? debating with Seth Rogen, who's on the Mount Rushmore mm. of weed smokers, specific to sports, Laramie Tunsil, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, on his, I talk about uh, a monumental day in his life, and then it came undone because he right. had a crazy mask on burning tree right before. That, that was pot? You think for sure that was pot? I'm guessing it was. <laughs> not not okay. uh, n- not getting a nicotine high. All right. Um, yeah, that would be wild if it was found out he was tobacco smoking. Boy, he really likes his nicotine. His grandfather gave him this contraption. What's he supposed to do? It's at, uh... <laughs> uh, Nate Newton. The 
best the best was that Bam Morris got arrested, the the Steelers running back, for right. having six pounds in his car. And I and I remember thinking that six pounds. Mm-hmm. My God, what's he driving around with six pounds of weed in his car? A lot. And then Nate Newton got arrested for having six hundred pounds in the back of a van. He might have had more different plans for those, but you have Maybe. to put Ricky Williams right there on the on the far left, right? I He's think I think that's right. Yeah. Our personal Mount Rushmore would have to be Ricky Williams, Steven Jackson. Oh. From the NBA. Oh, yeah. Uh, Damon Stoudemire, mm. who I remember vividly got arrested for having weed in an aluminum foil ball. I like got a ball of aluminum foil and got caught in the Seattle airport because he set off the metal detector. Nice. Aluminum foil. So you got there and then Dave died. Dog, you just had him. You just said it. Nah. Shaq said it? Or yeah, I said no, it? No, Shaq said it. It was the one, first one you brought. Oh, Laramie Tunsil. And the yeah. Gas Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Laramie Tunsil and the gas mask. I mean, there's Kareem. If you want to count Arnold. There's a uh, nice fun pictures of him token. I don't know. There's Wait, Kareem? Kareem, yeah. He's on this list. I'm just He burned the tree, there. huh? I think so. All yeah. right. Good for he him. He is the tree for God's sake. All right, so let's talk NBA in LA here. in the 70s and 80s. Grizzlies I mean, sure. and Bucks uh won last night. So the home teams that lost game 1 came back to win game 2. The parlay kid loves this trend and it's a real thing. So Grizzlies and Bucks, they were the tough one, right? So the other game 1 losers at home one yes, uh, day before yesterday, the Grizzlies and Bucks were going to be tough because they didn't have their star players there, and they still got it done. Not only winning but covering, which makes it fourteen and one. The game two winners were game one losers at home over the last three postseasons. Fourteen and one, Martin. Well, good job by you said Parlay Kid. Had yeah, that. all over the place. Good job by him. I knew I was in good shape when I saw that Drake bet on Miami and LA. Unbelievable. I was like, oh, bet. All right, cool. We're in good yeah, shape yeah. here. There's no way he wins. Yeah. How so. much are the books given? Why doesn't Drake, uh, he hasn't uh, appeared in like a Caesars ad or anything, right? They're paying these guys who actually don't gamble, but are, you know, you could recognize them. But Drake is the one you want to pay. And I feel like at this rate, you could probably get him with free bets. You know yeah, right. You could get him with site credit. Yeah, that's point. true. Because drink, drink tickets. Yeah, I don't know how much money he's got. But I know he has lost millions of dollars end. just betting. Like if 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 the screenshots aren't doctored, mm. millions of dollars betting. Like right. at least Floyd Mayweather would win every so often. Sure. Yeah. Who's the well now Mount Rushmore worst gamblers? Uh Drake, Adam Carolla. What if those two agreed on something? I might put myself on there uh, soon enough, man. I'm, yeah, the race, race to 10, not going great lot. for you there's and the fellas lot. there. But yes, we must tip our cap to Parlay Kid because that was the all-time test. Yeah, right. On, no jaw, uh, no Giannis. On Wednesday night, like, okay, how far is this thing going to go? Mm-hmm. And that they actually did it there. Like, I, you know, this is, this is now officially a better bet than... Chris Paul versus uh, what's his name? The ref. Scott Foster. Well, it is. Which, yeah. Which, I mean, or it's an equal hey, bet. Hey, you know what? You said you're a bad gambler. You've been killing it. Waited. I mean, you I killed did, that. Trend. I did zag that one. You zagged that zag. trend. I said, eventually they're going to fire this guy. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I was almost, I was ready to take out a loan to bet on uh, Scott Foster versus Chris Paul. Yeah. That's good. Go ahead. But, so I'll pat yourself in the Well, back. the whole thing is, doesn't Scott Foster himself hope that the Chris Paul wins? eventually because it just makes him look bad he's like oh man i'm not gonna get work if uh this keeps happening even if by accident i i you know what i don't know what it takes to not be an official 
Like I, I don't know what I don't know what you could do to get fired. Right. It is the ongoing thing that I you know I always think back of sitting in old Fitzgerald Field House in the early days of the Big East with my old man, and he hated certain referees. Mm-hmm. And then you'd see those referees for the Big East playing in the tournament. They'd be calling a game for the bit, and he and he would think that that would somehow benefit the Big East team. Right. He was playing. He was like, no, no. Those referees are spooked by the uh, by potential accusations. Like you're in the bag for your conference, so they go the other way. They it's overcorrect. So yeah, they don't have. I don't. Not Scott Foster until well, the other night. It is weird though. Like you would think. I, I wish they had those trends back in the 80s or 90s, but I, because I'm sure they existed. But there was someone so in favor of one side. But all right, let's so let's break down that Grizzlies Lakers game. 103-93. They continue to win without John Morant, which is interesting. The Grizzlies. I mean, they're just about as good percentage wise. Um, and then Dylan Brooks, this is the one I like. He goes after LeBron. He, he says he likes to poke the bear because I don't care until he puts 40 on me. 40 seems like a, a big number, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, he put 29 <laughs> yeah, on him last yeah, th- 36 night. 36 so. would be a good game, right? <laughs> Enough to win in most cases. But um, Lakers minus 145 to win that series. It's deadlocked at one. What do you think, Martin? This uh, point, we're, we're, we've been wrong about the Lakers forever. So. I have been, and I'm still going down with the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that team is, all right, so game one, the you know, all NBA point guard gets hurt for the home team, right? Rui Hachimura has the best game he's ever had mm. in the United States, ever. Like, as a basketball player, when he was at Gonzaga, all that first round of the playoffs, best one he's ever had. Second one was the game two, right? And I just don't believe that Rui, like, are we really going to say that Rob Palenka, who... Really going to say? <laughs> really? Rob Palenka, who had a championship team in 2020 and completely dismantled it. Yeah. And then from that point on has made bad move after bad move after bad move. It was just, he just wiped the slate clean with Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley and Rui Hachimura, because that's what the conversation is. And now now. Austin Reeves, who can't even be almost included in that. Now he's just a solid player who's going to get paid. In the offseason. Hey, Austin Reeves is, is is clearly the third best player on a championship Same. team. I mean, what are you talking about if you see anything different? I mean, exactly. what do you, I mean, oh, I couldn't see the guy at three for nine before Ja got hurt. Yeah. And then was not, but I, I just don't, it's, this, this is going to drive me crazy this postseason on the Western Conference is when the teams that were much better than everybody else all season continue mm. to win. Everybody's going to be like, nobody saw that coming. And I'm just going to be like, oh, well, no I, parlay. here's what's going to, well, first of all, the race to 10 is going to drive me crazy. We've now <laughs> lost five in a row. The Lakers screwed us after screwing us the other way last week, but I don't know. We had seven points and a three in the air. So there's not much more you could ask for, but anyway, we lost again. If anyone could, I should anyone check who should pick for us now, because now it's like, I don't even care. Like, I don't know. Uh, should we, should we have uh, Mario, our friend Mario come in? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Drake is ready to bet the race to 10. I think that's what you need. You need a severe shakeup here. Mm. You know, you got to get the counsel of Drake. Like Drake I say, yeah. Adam Carolla, okay. you know, where he's still around. Norm McDonald might mm-hmm. be somebody like, you really got to think outside the Ricky box. Williams, Nate Newton. No, that's, that's a different, different, different amount. That's okay. a different, or maybe that's what you guys need to do <laughs> because collectively, well, Harry needs to give you some of his brownies or whatever he likes. Yeah. To do. He likes maybe that'll soda. Right. Maybe that'll turn your brain around a little. All right. Uh, try Bucks, that. Bucks beat up the heat. 138, 122. Again, weird. No Giannis, uh, no matter minus four fifty now to win that series. They seem to be back on track. And what was the other game last night? Oh, Nuggets T wolves. This is an interesting game. Denver was up close to 20 for a lot of it. Wolves storm back, took the lead. And because no NBA game uh, is allowed to be close, 
They ended up winning by nine. If you had the plus eight like me, uh, go screw. So <laughs> that's that. I do want to look. Wait, hold on. The last six games, the last six, where are they here? The last six games in the NBA have been decided by nine, 10, 16, 13, 17, and 14. Funny right. that, yeah, it does. It, you know, watching that one, it was right at the number mm-hmm. all through the, uh, through the majority of the fourth quarter. Right. It felt like, and by the way, on a, on a pure basketball note, you know, Ant must be looking at, 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 uh, yes. Carl Anthony Thank Towns you, and, and being like, what the hell already, man? You know what, what the hell I, I'm showing up here. Right. I, you know, I I'm almost pulling us out of this mess mm-hmm. and, and you can't finish at the rim. You can't defeat these guys. I, I, and, just go stand by the rim. Just go stand by just seven feet tall. Yeah. He's it, it's weird with him because he is it. He's weirdly stiff to me when I thought he was super fluid for a long stretch of his career. I always regarded him as being a guy who, you know, it, it was it was obviously a virtue that he could nail the three. But man, he is clunky around the rim that, against guys that he's bigger than. I So anyway, I think that team probably hates each other more than anybody else. You probably have every combination of Anthony yeah, right. Go bear and go bear oh, hates yeah. and cat hates, right? Because like, too many. But I also think that we might be, to Marty's point, I think we might be, I might have talked myself out of the top three seeds to the degree that I, that now I'm turning around on the nugs. When I watch them, I'm like, yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they have a deep run Pretty in good. them here. Yeah, They have a deep run in them. Not bad. Um, I w- but what spooks me more than anything is the Lakers. Did minus one ninety to win the series? One forty five. One forty five. Yeah. Um, on one side of things, but then you just said uh, to bounce around back to where you just you said, well, it looks like the Bucks are back on track. Not if Giannis ain't right. Like we have the indication is that things are okay, but I guess they're doomed if well, if he's not a hundred percent. I think I, I honestly I think if if they were in these conference finals, I think Giannis would have finished game one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think right. You just never know what these guys. That's right. We don't. We don't have any idea what like, the, the coach can say. Whatever he Milwaukee wants. Milwaukee has no concern with Miami. Like if they wouldn't. I mean, mm-hmm. if they could, they could lose a game, two games on purpose, just to buy Giannis more time if they wanted. Right. Honestly. All right. So coming at it, just one more trend, and this is going to freak you out. And this throw this in. Like I don't know. I don't understand. The winners are now sixteen and zero against the spread in the NBA playoffs. 44 straight covers since last season in the NBA playoffs. So that's to say is if you like the underdog in a game, take don't the take the points, take the money line. If you like the favorite in a game, don't take the money line, take the points. Whoever you take is going to cover and win 44 mm. straight freaking times. That's insanity, Martin. And why are we not cashing in? I know for myself, it's because I complicate it and do dumb like put Chris Paul double double on a parlay and it just doesn't come in when these bulletproof trends are right there for us. I, a lot of times I'll take it. I'll take a unit, split it in half and do money line and the spread 44. But I did a lot. That's just, I mean, that's really insane. Yeah. But uh, do you think that trend continues though? Well, 44 is a lot. Uh, it's just something to look at. It's like, yeah, don't, don't even look at the spread anymore. Look, it's not going to make such a hard right turn that it's not yeah. that there's not value in betting up and down the board and riding that. Trend, well, I, right? I just wonder, because I think if you just look at tonight's games. All right, let's look at it. So Philly at Brooklyn, that's the just go away Nets game, right? Yeah, Same Philly thing. should cover, right? right? Mm-hmm. But then when you look at the Western Conference and you look at Golden State and Sacramento, you mm-hmm. think Golden State can beat Sacramento by six points? That's six. It was eight. 
And then Draymond, it's funny, Draymond cost them two points. But as I was looking at the Milwaukee spread yesterday, it seemed like Giannis only affected the line two points, which is weird. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, Draymond I'll, and Giannis, you know, one of the same. I'll give you, uh, it's, it's very strange, but I'll give, uh, yeah, you, you're probably right because I have the Warriors tonight. So there you go. And then the Suns are a two and a half point favorite at the Clippers. But to Sal's point, yeah, I'm, I'm with the dubs as well. But so then you're betting the Kings on the money line? No, I got, I not got you, the, oh, Martin. Oh, oh, Martin. Oh, yeah. Plus 196. So it, don't take the six, is what the trend uh, would It would be the ultimate test of faith. So but do you know it what, then. though? Mm-hmm. Damn it. I'm The team that lost 31 road games this season, maybe they're just a bad team. Maybe that's just what it is. And now they're missing a starter. I am going to go with Well, there, there's the factor, though, that do these guys want to stick around? By the way, Draymond could have only a couple games left playing for the Warriors. So maybe, I don't know, is Curry spark the locker room and say, hey, Clay, let's figure this out. Pool, let's do it. Wiggins, we're going to be playing without this guy anyway. Let's make the most of it and win without him uh, and, and do without the distraction. That's the way I'm going with it. I don't know. There are, mo- there, there are many great specimens in the NBA right now. Giannis is, comes to mind and uh, and Jokic and so on. But there are three killers, three assassins in the league. And Steph is one of them. The other two are playing in Los Angeles tonight. Uh, I mean, Draymond's an actual killer, right? I don't know that <laughs> the, the intent. Um, uh, we'll see how the trial goes. But I just. I, you know, are they gonna are they gonna get swept out as the defending champs on their home floor? Are they gonna be disgraced in front of the in front of the San Dude, Franciscans? Mm. It happens fast. Yeah, it happens fast. Like, I, I'm taking the Dubs to win. They, I they, save some face you, tonight. Miami was in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. They're not the Golden State Warriors. I Steph want Curry this to be a, a rivalry. We discussed this Tuesday last year. I would love this to be the. Uh, it's up for grabs. The greatest California sports rivalry. It made me, I was thinking this morning how disgusting it is that the biggest New York sports rivalry, you got like guys like Eddie Spaghetti and there's a lot of people like, no, I also root for the Mets. I'm a Yankee fan, but I root for the Mets. Like, yeah, there are people like that. You can't do that with Rangers Islanders, right? You can't, you got to go, you got to pick a side that has to be the biggest New York sports rivalry, right? There's not one in basketball, the Knicks Nets, no one cares. What is it in California? What the hell is it? Giants King Dodgers, Ducks? Giants Dodgers, Giants Dodgers. Is, okay. is, is, has got to be the right. biggest it's one, but that one even has a, has always had a whiff to me of being sort of one-sided Yeah, that, you know, because like, as I always say, you know, you get into a cab when you get off the plane in San Francisco and out of the cab, Oh, where, where are you in from LA? Like, Oh, sorry. Well, congratulations on getting out of that hell hole for a right, few days right. and enjoying San Francisco. All that's like, why do you hate L.A. so much? L.A. people spend zero time talking about their disdain for San Francisco and San Francisco sports. But, man, they hate L- all things well, Giants, L.A. Dodgers, I think, is purely fan driven. It's not even um, not even on the field. It doesn't play out as much as, unfortunately, in the parking lot and some terrible um, mm. stories that we've had uh, since then. But all right, I'm, I'm all for Kings Warriors taking uh, California's best rivalry right there. Um Check big news. NBA will have an in-season tournament and Adam Silver says there'll be different uniforms and maybe the court will look different. Now we haven't seen these uniforms. Okay, that's yet. fine. That's well, fine. I will listen. So it's going to be like every other regular season game. That's right. <laughs> we're <laughs> off we're the all rails. Different uniforms. Milwaukee's playing on a blue court last night. I mean, what are you talking about? 
Yeah. I guess you know who was great on uh, minus three? I encourage you to go back and listen to him is our colleague at Omaha, mm. uh, Greg McElroy. Yeah. And who knew? I mean, boy, what an onion this guy is peeling him away. He knows all about the NHL and he also Crazy. knows all about uniforms and has some strong opinions on them. And one of them was, you know, listen, it's old manny of me to say, but I think it's cool to be Alabama and never mess with your uniforms uh, or the Yankees. Great. I think mm. it's cool. I get that you have to expect. You know, obviously, as as uh, somebody famous once told me, it's a money grab. Actually, he told me that a right. million times. It's a money grab. You're uh, starting to see it? Yeah, I'm starting to <laughs> think you're right about this NBA merch uh, thing and that it opens By up. By the way, uh, wait till your kid commits to Oregon and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy him a nice sweatshirt. And like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love that your boy. I, I've never heard anybody, a, a, a civvy, referred to as about making to his choice as committing to. Like. Uh, <laughs> Is that, did I make well, it up? I don't you know. You know what? Let's cut he's that go, from the show. He's going to Oregon. You said he committed to Oregon. Yeah, he's committed. Yeah. Well, I want you to, I want, now, you know well, what? We a, need to get your eldest. Commit, there's a commitment letter you have to sign. So I think. I had no idea yeah. that that existed. Yeah. I want you to do a video of okay. him with the hats in front of him and do it. Like, Just let him have that moment. Multiple jerseys off until Oregon, one of their, their 13 <laughs> uh, jerseys pops up. Yeah. All right. I like that. Hey, let's take a quick break. Give Caesar some love and talk NHL. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, this is not a great day for Mikey Meatballs and Islanders fans. They're down 2 nothing, and a big, big missed penalty seconds before the winning goal in overtime. Yeah. No? I mean, really? The guy lifted his stick. I'm interested from somebody on the Islander side of things. I wasn't sure if they were being sarcastic when they said the referee had a bad angle. It looked like he was right there in front of it. Meatballs, did you? Uh, does this bother you as much as it should? Down to nothing. Not really. I mean, they got to win the game. Look at that. That's classy. See? It's whatever. Yeah. That's how you that's how you take your medicines. Okay, did you hear that? Did you hear that right there? You would you would have we wouldn't have seen you for weeks, right? I was rooting I'm rooting for the Islanders simply cuz I want a long series. I generally think if the Rangers advance, yeah. it's going to be the Hurricanes. Um but it look, hey, if you're not going to win the series or make it a long series, at least you, what you could do is injure their best players and now Terravine <laughs> out. So, congrats. Thank you Islanders. Good job. All right. Yeah. I mean, if you lose every game by a goal and get swept, it's still a sweep, right? I think <laughs> Well, true, but what it also says is it gives me no pleasure to say it. It also doesn't get under my skin that much as the Islanders or the devs, but the rags are going to the conference final. (laughs) They are. I mean, the the canes are dented from where they were two Mm -hmm. months ago um, and now further dented by the Islanders a little bit with uh, with the players are going to have out there. I mean, I I really do think that the rags are destined for the final. And now it's real murky. Who's even going to be there waiting for him. Eddie, they took care of the uh, devils in game one, a couple nights ago, five, one, was it? It was five, one Jack Hughes did score in a penalty shot goal, but he had a brutal game. Um, It was, it really, yesterday was the first time I was like, there actually is a chance they could win the cup. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, uh, I don't want to a- answer for you, but your anxiety level when we met Tuesday before game one. Brutal. Seven, eight, <laughs> eight. Oh, maybe higher. Really <laughs> higher. Really? I was looking Jada in the eye. I was grabbing her hand. I was like, I'm going, really? I'm going, I'm going to kill myself. It can't it always be a 10. It's like the first you, round. But, but as you've experienced, if, if Dave pushes back about the, at all critiques, something about the rags, it's yeah. like, how dare no, you? No, no, no. They're the best team there is. My only my only response was I just didn't <laughs> think if they went down 0-2, it was like a series over. That they're mentally relatively pretty strong uh, as Okay, a unit, so where is it now, your anxiety? It's level? better. I mean, look, What's uh, a, give I, us a number. It's right today, today's a four and a half. Oh, okay, five. good. Um, All I, right. I think, you know, the win wasn't just a win. Uh, I mean, they they dismantled right. them, but it was the in the fashion they did. So the Rangers didn't have a perfect game, but the way the Devils looked, I mean, their goalie Vanacek looked very shaky, moving a lot around. Um, in the crease there. And then he was a ton of turnovers, ton of passes to nowhere. He let Lingren score on him. He was awful. Uh, they're already shifting their lines around. They're adding in guys. That's yeah. a bad sign. It's like a bad, just a bad matchup. They, they, and they were a bad matchup for the Rangers in the regular season because the Rangers commit turnovers. They have these high end players like Patrick Kane or Panera and they turn the puck over. Mm. The devils kill you in the neutral zone, the transition game. And they just weren't getting any of that going. And if they're not able to do that and the Rangers, obviously, like I, you know, I was saying too, I forgot what show was on, but I was saying if I'm saying this out loud, right? Obviously, the coaching staff knows that, like what's happening. So, um, uh, you know, the Rangers are prepared, uh, and uh, one game at a time, as Chris Carter was saying in the school of Belichick, you know, he wasn't even happy with his two goal performance.
conference because right now winning one game versus doesn't mean anything. They have to win both in Newark, and then it's going to be you know you come to the Garden, the Garden's going to be rocking, and then I think it's lights out. Well, devs are devs are a, a really talented young team, but their kryptonite is specifically like Spaghetti touches on that they they want to um, counter you fast in the neutral zone and at the at the blue line and the the rags as I keep saying have mm. maybe the best blue line in the Wales and so that's a bad matchup for them and also I love high skill I think it's overstated savvy vet give me the young high skill except the first ten minutes of a series the first time. The, a, a team like the devs makes it into the postseason. It's telling what ha- you could just feel it coming mm. through the TV. They were overwhelmed by the intensity. Well, and I think it's a wrap on the season. Let's now. do, let's get uh sweep as ply plus five fifty, Eddie. Let's do it. Do it. Nah, I don't think it'll be a sweep. I think they're going to come out in this game. They're going to come out hot. Uh, I will say, though, the crowd was pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. bad. Like they I mean, it was about 35 percent Rangers fans. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if there's more in this game. Pretty bad for the devil. For the devil. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's no home. There's no home ice advantage there. And uh, but they are they they are a high flying team. I I was I mean, the power play that Rangers had more shorthanded shot attempts and the Mm -hmm. devils did had uh, power play shots. So that's another big concern. They just they played a miserable game. Um, so I think if they, All right. this won't be a 5-1 win, but I, I could definitely see the Rangers winning. A, well, Ulmark and Vanacek, as I kept saying, again, Spaghetti, you must give me credit. I said, you know, you can give games away. That's what you don't want from your goaltender. Give them credit, Spaghetti. And the, that's so right. So you don't know what on. these guys are going to do when they show up in the intensity of uh, of the playoffs. And so far, I look right about that. I, I don't think guys as much steal games like Patrick Waugh used to in 1990. But you, but your goaltender can give away games, and that is the gut punch you can't okay, rally. We have to move on from okay. Rangers-Devils game one. We just have to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, also the Bruins, the same well, effect. I what, by the way, I'm the only idiot in the country who had Bruins plus two and a half goals yesterday, and they lost 6-3. <laughs> Rick, what? And by the this seemed like the game that the entire team was sick, right? Wasn't it supposed to be game one. Like, Oh, game careful. one was it. Right. Yeah. Everybody's sick. Like, no, there was a little bit of a delay of 48 hour delay. Sean McDonough. Is that who did the play by play for that game? I think he did. And he's Sean, yeah, he did. Yeah. He used the term sloppy and he wasn't wrong when referring to the Bruins defense about 75 times. And I was like, the, the giveaways were insane. And now they're one, one, the, you know, and already I'm to see the curse of supposed to man that all of a sudden now Bruins, people, media people are like, mm. Should they make a switching goal? The guy who's going to win the Vezina for the best goalie in the league. My, that, there's literal discussion. Like, I think it might be time for Swayman. So what I mean, that, this is what this is what spooks you when you got all the pressure on you. And no team has more pressure on them than these bees do. Um, all right. Yeah. The stars uh, evened it up. They beat the wild seven, three Kings. Edmonton's going to be good. Talk about no home ice advantage. I was wondering about Edmonton. They get the, off to the two Oh lead. They give it back. They were up three, one the other night. They gave it back and lost. Now at least it's even, uh, and they cover the puck line with an empty netter. That one's fun. So that series is fun. That come. When's that game? Spaghetti Friday night. The Here? Oilers are coming to town Friday night and oh. Sunday night. And me and Mikey Meatball oh. are going to be going. We're going to see McJesus play in person. I am, is that I am right? very, very excited to see the wow. best player in sports in person. That'll be good. And so you'll root for Edmonton. Yeah, you got it. I, I don't, I don't know. What, are, what is your, you're going to root for the, you're flat out just rooting for the Oilers. Yeah. Well, we have money. We also okay. have money on that. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah. so well, I, if you think your okay. if you think your rags are going to the final, you don't want uh, McJesus there waiting for you. Get him out of the mix, mm. right? I think they're a very similar team to the Devils. The way they're constructed, in fact, the Devils probably have a way better 
defense unit than Edmonton does. They're another transition team, a lot of snapshots. I think they're the number one snapshot team. The Oilers, I think Devils are like two. Um, I'll well, tell you, I what, don't want to play McDavid. But. I think I think Drysaddle's better than McDavid. I said, it. I'm sorry, <laughs> Harry. Was, Harry said that a couple uh, years ago that he was the uh, straw that stirred the drink. Listen, I'm gonna. The thing everyone says about Messier Gretzky has McDavid ever not done it without Drysaddle? I don't know. How would that go? Because they've never actually. I think done you're it. right. Yeah, the, always worth reminding the world Nobody. that uh, Mark Messier and the Oilers right. won a cup without number 99. That's how essential 99 was. Um, Martin's getting bored. Let's shout out, though, ball. very quickly to yeah. Parlay Kid. I, I hear your noise, yeah. Sal, mm-hmm. but the NHL, inten- the, the intensity I of get the playoffs it. I get is it. better I, than I, the it's NBA. It's just kind of silly because it's, it's not that it's, it's not it's, entertaining. It's what you like. Intense. What you like is best, right? And, uh, and yeah, but what, know, what, I, where, where do you feel the, the like, of course, that the, the passion and all that is, I get is it, on but the ice? I don't think that, um, Back in the days where the Romans would kill each other in the Colosseum, that would be my favorite sport, even though the intensity probably couldn't be matched. I just want to. <laughs> oh, I think you'd enjoy think that. Just little, fun. Well, you, I, okay. you wouldn't enjoy that? Well, I, I, I would bet on This year's playoffs has yeah. been good, though, yeah. too. The NBA. I know you ran off the I list. just thought the last oh. six games were, you can't get a close game. Even the close games can't be close. I don't know. All right. Uh, I did go to Dodger Stadium on Tuesday. Of course, I saw the game out of the three that the Mets lost. I, I urged everyone. I was like, bet them. Bet them. Yesterday, they're going to win the, the getaway game, and they did. Um, it's fun. I got to say, I said on against all odds, the pitch clock, it, it's great. I know Kershaw works fast anyway, but it's nice. When a pitcher gets the ball with 15 seconds and no one on base, and he's letting it fly with eight, it's like, oh, we're moving. This is good. That was my argument against the pitch clock was – I feel I felt like, of course, it'll be better for the sport and the mm-hmm. TV audience, which is more important ultimately than the than the gate for the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're there at the game, like that's, that's my point. It's like I'm in no hurry for this game to wrap itself up. I I spent money. I want a, a, an extra 15 minutes to have an extra beer or some garlic fries. Well, or I, yeah, I did comment that I think I'm going to be less obese uh, as it is because <laughs> I can't get the co- two two pulls of cotton candy between each pitch. Used to be the way. Now it's just the one. But Martin, uh, I, I like it. Did I'm about to say? Did you notice a difference watching, like being there and just in yeah. the bed time? Like you noticed it physically sitting there. Yeah. That's yeah, the, yeah. The, the conversations like, oh, what? A, you know, I don't you know how much you could look at your phone between pitches, sure. between anything. And now it's like, oh, I, I better. I don't want to get hit with a foul ball. I should look up. So is it the difference between like. Like going to a better movie, I guess, like a movie with less like bad lines in it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, shorter. To- yeah, shorter. A movie that, you know, is going to end there earlier. And so you're paying more attention. Got it. Because I'm trying because, you know, a four and a half hour movie. You see, yeah, okay, I'll go to the bathroom. What could I possibly? Right, miss? right. right. <laughs> Nothing. That's see, that's the philosophical difference when people say like, oh, this new uh, Scorsese picture uh, with DiCaprio is like four hour runtime. And mm-hmm. it's like one of the longest movies of all time. And his longest, which is quite a thing to say. Is this one coming up? Or yeah, it- this one coming oh, up. Oh, good Lord. Really? Why? I... If the movie's good, then go on. Keep going. I mean, I don't want to uh, sit in a sucky movie for, for, for three hours, but if it's a good movie, I keep know. on going. But you're asking for but trouble. The- it has to be that much better to be good, to hold okay. your attention. How many games are good? Like you no. talk, you complain about how all the NBA playoff games suck. Like how many yeah. how many games in general are you sitting there? You was, you were just saying off the off air. Speed how it many, up. About to go to the uh, Penguins game. Speed then, everything up. Terrible. The only thing that freaked me out is getting. I'm like I can't get there in the second inning because it's not going to be that long. So I got to get I got to time the how far I get. You know whatever. So now time on the road is dwarfs uh, as if it didn't before time in the park. Look. 
So uh, what do we do? We do we do we podcast for a living. We talk about sports. What are we doing anywhere but in Chavez? Have school. I know, but we're you know Chavez Ravine is right there. There's a businessman special Uh, high noon. What do we do next month? Let's be there. Shame the devil. So speaking as a as a group. Forget McJesus on Sunday night. Let's go as a a ball game, as a gang. All right, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. There's got to be a day we could do it. Uh, Scherzer got ejected yesterday. He went crazy. I love love the guy's passion. Flipping out. Um, And he says he swore in his children, Check. He swore in his children (laughs) that that it's the rosin and the sweat. Now, Johnny Fairplay on Survivor swore in his grandmother who was, or no, he, he, he summoned his dead grandmother who was not, they found out was later not dead. And uh, probably made it easier to summon her. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Come over here. (laughs) Not dead woman. And uh, but anyway, swearing on your children. This does seem to be a thing. They got to figure it out because I guess sweat and rosin does produce a sticky substance that is um, deemed illegal by the umpire. So what are they going to outlaw? See, this is why I don't work out. I don't want to sweat. I don't want to be accused of smart. Right. uh, Nefarious. So got it. There you go. But they got to figure something out with this sweat. Someone do a, some kind of experiment or something. Should be easy enough, right? Anthony Bass swear on his kids oh, as well. There's a lot of baseball pitchers with uh, swearing on kids, getting kids involved here. Right. That's Max true. Scherzer's always been a little fiery, though. That's true. A lot of kids this week, right? Wh- whose daughter? Uh, now, all of a sudden, that's not a story anymore. Or DeRozan, right? No, yeah. DeMar- oh, yeah, right. Daughter screaming. Nice. All right. What is, though, um, what percentage would you guess human beings who have children would swear on the life of a child, but lie. Mm. I mean, I got to think that's a very small person, even really, even godless people like myself. Like, I think I, I, I I ain't going to poke the gods like that. Mm. And and just, just in case LeBron, would you poke LeBron? Okay. Okay. Yes, I'll yeah. do that. <laughs> but, but <if> we were, <laughs> only if he gets four. What percentage? I don't know. I guess it depends on what kind of trouble. What kind of what kind of creepo would be out there uh, I, leveraging I, the existence of their actual child? I think it's definitely over 60, 60 percent. What? Oh, yeah. 60 percent of parents. Well, let's keep it. I don't know what goes on in, in the United States where we are sports obsessed. You think big time athletes or otherwise. You just think random people in America who have kids. 60% of them would lie. I say like on the life of my child. And it's a Maybe. lie in a Maybe. bad enough, no sp- way. In a tough enough spot. No, Look, way. when I was going to law school and taking all these classes about procedure and courtroom procedure and what you're allowed and what you're not allowed to do is that if I represented a client who was on trial for murder, I would at some point, I don't care what the rule book says. I would have him or her stand up at some point and say, I swear on my children. I didn't do this. I, sw- I swear That's on right. this. I swear on, I was like, who cares about anything else, right? Let the jury hear that. And if they want to strike, that is inadmissible. It's so powerful, though, to say you swear on your children or who right? would do that? Who would, you know, the, what, what Sean Connery's line to Costner on the bridge early in Untouchables, like who would claim to be that who is not, <laughs> you know, like I mean, who would who would who would put their child's uh, butt on the line like that? That's 60 percent. That's overly cynical. It's a lot. Um, uh, maybe I am overly cynical. I tell five percent. I would put it at. I don't know. People, uh, you can I could easily see the scenario of somebody standing at the airport ticket counter. I swear on my kids. I have to get back yeah, to yeah. New York for this reason, and then you find out. You know, oh, their kids are in college and, and having a great time. <laughs> college, well, it's still. you're non-existent. You should do it. You're non-existent children. Yes, yes, you should do. It. I wouldn't do that with my actual child. Right. 
we had a, a, you know, Matt Silverstein, right? Wrote for the man show and he would would take it the other way. He's like, may my wife get ovarian cancer if I'm wrong. And it was something he was clearly lying about. He's like, don't you understand? It doesn't matter what I say right now. I was like, yeah, probably. It's kind of crappy. It's kind of crappy. It really is. Also crappy. Mikey Meatballs, you finally lost this race to disgrace. It was over last night. We each picked the team. To it was it was bad teams we tried to pick to get ten losses right first like whoever got ten losses first you you were good we're only um we're only punishing the loser here Sheck your Nationals got the ten losses my Rockies then got the ten losses um Martin your Tigers boy they played with fire this? for a while me and Sheck got the nine losses on the same day like a week ago right a week ago yeah, at least all right so the Tigers though bailed you out they got their tenth Spaghetti you're the Red Sox. Got their 10th yesterday. It wasn't even close. The Pirates have seven losses, meatballs. And now you have to pick, or we have to pick from the cap of consequences. And we asked you about this Tuesday, and you said, uh, I don't really care. Has your stance changed now that you're in the doghouse for sure? It's whatever. <laughs> I feel like he's tempting the cap of consequence capos. So I know. He swears on his kids. <laughs> he does not care what comes out All of right. that cap. Okay. Maybe I'm trying to think of pirate themed things since he, he yes. fell on the sword of the buckos. You're stupid uh, pirates. They're 12 and seven. Yeah, that's right. That's Thanks, exactly Dave, what they are. That, by the way. That's exactly what they are. Appreciate yeah. that. They I are 12 and seven. They are the lumber company 2.0. Right. I mean, I mean, 14 runs in two out of three games, a mile high. Sheesh. It is nuts. Beware, Red Legs. You're next. And the best player got hurt. I know, right? Listen, I just hope it sustains itself through July. I got to look at this. It'll be, it's a feel good story. If it can go through July and yeah, they're well, kind of like not place, a joke, right? Like you're still not, you're in the wrong division this year. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, but it's close. Get me to football season. Get me to August training Ooh. camp and all that in 23, but 24. A lot. Nine 24, and four on the road. Be fun. You're it's nine be- and four on the road. When was the last time you were five games over 500 on the road? Decades. Meanwhile, a team that meatballs and the rest of us should have taken the A's. They uh, are moving. Are they're, they definitely, or is it still isn't a threat? This is like by signing something binding, as they say, that means they, that they are they literally moving to, to Nevada. To they committed to building this $1.5 billion um, extravaganza here, 35,000 seat major league ballpark. And so this means Oakland will have lost the Raiders and the A's. Uh, now I know Spaghetti brought it up on, uh, I think it was Megan fun of sports about how there are minor league teams. Most minor league teams are, outranking them attendance wise. Right. And it seems like it might be done as a, uh, uh, it's not working, whatever it is. It might be a, uh, what they're protesting or whatever, but they're going to lose the team. And now I'm thinking Martin, this is going to tough. This is going to hurt Oakland tourism. I really think it is like, (laughs) what is Southwest to Oakland going to be now? Like $9. Why would anyone go there? Well, I just know. Imagine being a, a, a kid in Oakland right now. You had the, the Warriors yeah. left and went to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The Raiders. I, I, I mean, that's that's got to be your village and or, or your villain origin story right there. It's like all the teams. Like if I was growing up and all of a sudden I'm 14, the Saints just left. Pretty fun. Yeah, I, I'd be miserable. I'd right. be so angry. Like I'm, 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 a, I'm a child without a home now. Yeah. Well, St. Louis. Right, Grand. right that, down this there. Is how people end up being Cowboys fans and Knicks fans and like fans of the Florida Panthers. It's disgusting. I agree. This is. Yeah, it is disgusting, Sal. It is <laughs> disgusting. Um, the um, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. I give out, as you know. I mean, 
the darkest, the, the, the Shecky Awards are usually cause for celebration at the end of each uh, each calendar year, mm-hmm. except there's some dark awards you don't want to get. You don't want to be named the worst alphabet letter, and oh. you definitely don't want to get the Sonic Award for the sports town whose uh, whose fans suffered oh, the most. How could it not be Oakland? This one's this is a wrap. It's April. This is yeah. a wrap in April. And I mean, they're, they're last, they lost the Raiders. Yeah. They, uh, uh, they, I mean, this is a, uh, you know. I don't think we talk enough about too about if you're in Oakland, how raw you should be that the fancy pants has went over to, to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We supported you in the lean years. The best thing you ever gave us was the Baron Davis upset mm-hmm. 20 years ago. And now that you're, now that you're a championship level, now you have to go over to fancy San Francisco fan double fat. We're out on you. Yeah. Except they, now they, that's the only team you have left. I think they did get one in Oracle arena, but to your point, everybody knew they were moving to chase center after the fact. So it was kind of like, all right, Thanks the worst for the gift on the way out the door. How about this? Sacramento. I mean, you got Sacramento too on the rise. Yeah. You're Oakland. You're right. And they're like, damn. Yeah. You're not even involved. The in San Jose Sharks stink. That's basically Oakland's hockey team. Yuck. Dark time. Yuck to it all. All right. Let's take a quick break and then our plays of the day for Thursday. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right. Speaking Wait of a second. I know uh, you want to do plays of the day, but we have to go back to something. We have yeah. to start figuring out what's going into that cap cap of consequences. We will. We're kind of ambivalent. Up. We're backed Am- up with cap of consequence stuff. So Martin and I have to go down to Venice as um, Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Right. right dressed as them. Great. I uh, get a, in a pickup basketball game because we said the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs. Um, and they did. As long as this ends with Mikey Meatballs doing cocaine with the pirate parrot, I'll be happy. That's pretty good. That's not bad. He says he's up for anything. Uh, and we have Mark, we have Mark Gunnels. Martin, you're going to oversee this tomorrow. He's going to Hollywood Boulevard because he lost our March Madness challenge. He has to dress as a princess, as Cinderella yeah, on and, and Hollywood Boulevard. Just a point of clarification, because Joel, you know, Solomon in the email yep. said you could put the dress on over the clothes. Not, no, 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 no chance. No, no, no. No chance. You're going into the st- yeah. to whatever public restroom we could find. He's going to go ahead, right. put on his skivvies, and then put that dress on and come back out. I mean, we need full cap yes. extension all exactly. the way arms. Meatballs, would you care to just get it over with and join Gunnels tomorrow as a princess, a dual princesses? Not doing that. You don't want to do that? Okay. All right. You I was just going to say, Kira Knightley. You want to bring that one back out? All right. No, thanks. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean style. He goes like Kira Knightley. Ooh. You know what? A lot of pirates like, you know, the Raiders logo Mm -hmm. doesn't have the eyeball. Maybe we take out one of Mikey Meatball's eyeballs. Which one would it be? Maybe you're up for that. That's that's not bad. I'd, I'd rather have my eye removed than dressing like a princess. Okay, good. See, now we have this hierarchy <laughs> thing. We, we can figure this out. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he doesn't like his eyes. What are you going to do? You're going to have no depth perception to see McJesus. You're going to be like, I can't really figure out what he's doing. You know what you are going to do? You're going to see the Warriors win tonight, and you're going to see Clay Thompson 
connect on over four and a half threes and you're going to get plus 145 of that. He's had over four and a half threes made in the last nine games. Now you could take Curry. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Curry's going to have seven, eight, but that's kind of what you have to bet with him to make it even. And that's not good. Clay is the hidden gem here. Like I said, over four and a half threes, the last nine last year's playoffs. He had two games with eight made threes. Uh, and you get a break versus Steph Clay right there for the taken plus one forty five Warriors must win Clay over four and a half threes made Martin what you got I got it I'm, I'm putting the parlay kid to the test here let's go I'm taking the trend which one it. is it I'm is there going any left with the Sacramento Kings on the money line yeah the Los Angeles Clippers on the money line. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take the 76ers and the points. Well, but no, this is game three. This, yeah, that, zigzag that'll... only is one to two, right? right? That's it's the team. Damn. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're going to have to do another kid there. No, I'm doing it anyway. All right. I'm doing okay. the same play anyway, because I, I really do think that the Kings and the Clippers, the one I'm concerned about. Three is, road teams. Is the, three thing, road. the Really, the okay. one I'm concerned about is the Kings. Uh, if Sure. It's in part because I, all I hear is how many people are talking about the Warriors, and but the Kings are the better team. I'm going to go with my early okay. prediction. What did that and pay? Let's figure out what that pays. You 13 know? to 1. Whoa. Well, all right. 1297. Real that. quick, yeah. I'll say this. If you come to Hollywood Boulevard tomorrow morning yes. around 10, 10, 15 local time, take a picture with Mark Gunnels and post it I on your it. social media, I'll find a way to get you a signed gold hat by everybody at Extra Point. Oh, I like that. All right. <laughs> so okay. do that. If you can hear my voice, yeah. I'll get it to you. I'll make it happen. And I've won two of them. So if, if Sal won't give me a gold hat, it'll be my actual I, gold just, hat you don't just signed by everybody at Extra Points. Whether I got to twist their arms to make it do it, make it happen. But there you go. That's Ooh. fun. That's or a maybe, fun thing. That is fun. Or as an alternative, maybe we could have like in Minority Report with Tom Cruise when he carried his eyeball around mm-hmm. in the formaldehyde jar, Mikey Meatball's eyeball. You could win that and he'll Ooh, sign it for you. Wow. He'll you, sign you it for sign, you. I, Seriously, tweet me at Martin Weiss, at Mark A. Gunnels. If you're trying to find this and you can't find us, tweet us. And we'll get, I'll, I will get back to you. I, I love promise. it. I love it. Or if you can't make it, just uh, wait a day or two and it'll live on the internet for uh, forever in perpetuity. <laughs> He's going to be wearing a dress. I shouldn't laugh. This b- basketball game's going to be bad for me. Uh, Shaq. You know how I like fun bets? Uh-huh. Well, if you you guys always push back at me and you say, you know, what's fun is winning money. Right. Well, guess what? I'm seeing the board big as a you beach said ball. This. You said Big as a beach time. ball right okay. now. Just add If you want to parlay it, if you want to not just survive and win a little money, uh-huh. you want to win a ton, parlay all of what I'm about to say to you right now, however you see fit. Go ahead. Sixers. Laying six in Brooklyn. Let's go. The Dubs laying six at home against the Kings. Ooh. <laughs> the Suns minus four against the Clips. By the way, if you disagree with that one, what is it? Plus 35, 235 for the Clips to win the series seems wild to me in a series that's 1 1. Right. Um, to the ice we go. The Rags on the money line plus 115 against the devs is juicy to me. The Avs uh, minus a goal and a half plus 122. And I'll stop there because I think <laughs> I've given you enough to think about there. I could go on, but I'm, I'm gonna trying stop to, right uh, I, I'm trying to, Oh, it. the buckos. That's the other one. I mean, Oh, come on. Oh, the, 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 you've got to make a graphic for this. this is 30. I just to told one. you, I, told, I just said, I can't, I can't lose. So choose whichever one you want to uh, yeah, think is the most fun. Pretend people were actually betting this and, and losing rags. One fifteen. 
plus one fifteen. I think there's like seven or eight teams on there, but thirty-two to one. Uh, as far as I could keep up with, that's um, that's what that pays. I'm taking the rags plus one fifteen. I said choose, pick and choose. I, I gave you, I I gave you a la carte items that you can combine for a meal if you want. That's a pretty good cap of consequences. Mikey Meatballs has to somehow figure out how to put this graphic together. <laughs> I said choose any <laughs> one you want or combine a couple if you want. <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, now another fun bet you gave out, check, which I uh, honestly. Honestly, I thought at the time, I said, this is, this is silly. And now you had the Dolphins to win the AFC East. And now Tua came out. I was like, you know what? I actually considered retirement. Seriously considered. I, I really love the Dolphins in the AFC. And I'm not just talking in the <laughs> East this year. I love them. And now I'm spooked by that. You can't, you can't be the starting quarterback and tell people well, that you thought about retiring. What are the Dolphins supposed you, to did do you now? watch it all last year? Like, well, of course this is going to, he should think about retiring. His next concussion is going to be his last. This is all we said to you. Like how many, what's over under for games for Tua played next hmm. year? What do you 12. think? 12. 12 high. Under. 12's high. I thought it was where he said it. It's bad luck games. though. When you get concussed. It's not a large though. degree. Not for him. Right. If, if my nine-year-old is getting tossed around the field, it's not bad luck. I don't love the idea that if he gets another concussion, he's going to retire. Then that, yeah. that spooks me. And it makes me think if you're the dolphins, right. Boy, you're really set up to make a run here this year. And now you kind of should feel compelled to figure out option option B. I, I just right? don't know why this is a surprise to you. I, I thought all along this is going to be a, cause I just think like most guys are like, yeah, I, all right, I took the risk here. I understand that a concussion is a possibility, but as I say, there is a fluke factor. I mean, I also think you see Kenny Pickett adding weight after two concussions last year himself to try and um, combat. I, I don't even think even if two is guns ablazing, like I don't care what happens in my head, the the team is going to be held to a different standard, right? Like they're going to have to sit him out four games, probably where a similar situation would not cost like Dak Prescott any games or one game. There's a lot of fact. I hear you. I think, I mean, do, do you think that that announcement requires an extreme measure to counter it? Like I say, you know, I don't, you know, who's available. I don't think you're trading for Lamar Jackson or anything Tua, like that, but do you think that to a concussion, notwithstanding is good enough to win the yes, AFC? Yes. Cause I don't know. I don't think like I, I, there was no concussion in this, in that game. We came and played in LA. Every game he played, every game, for every the game that Tua was right in last year, they were among uh, the top two or three best teams in the AFC. But uh, Tua was in there that. last year, and that was a that was a damaged team. They didn't have their two tackles. If if they're close to right in, in terms of health, mm. obviously Tua number one. But man, and they've loaded up in the off season. I I, I mean, I think people. I well, I think people were asleep on the Dolphins, but now oh. I don't know how confident anybody can be in them when no. their QBs make. I forget this that noise. Dave doesn't like the Chiefs, so maybe that's yeah that's right. The Dolphins somebody be in the top three. Um. Well, the East is tough, right? Because you don't want to take the Bills and right. you're a front runner. You don't want to take the Jets because you're kind of a front runner there, too, if Aaron Rodgers is on the team. But you don't want to take the Patriots because they're not going to win the division. So it leaves you with the Dolphins. But boy, I don't know. That's not a good situation going in. Now, let's look at this draft. I here. mean, Skylar Thompson can't be <laughs> your backup. That's the is the thing now. Now you better figure something out. Right. Um, we gave out draft props the other day. It's we're a week away. This has flown by. Now we're a week away. I'm going to give one out here because this is a sexy one that everybody talks about. Quarterbacks taken in the first round. I'm going under four and a half minus 120. I really think whether it's Levis or Richardson, somebody is going to be like, and by the way, even if those two go, that's only four for the first round. 
I don't think everybody's in love with those two guys as much as we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Certainly not Hendon Hooker, who I've seen in the second round to the Seahawks or the third round to the Tampa Bay. I think under four and a half is a good pick. Now, some people pointed out you might grab a quarterback in the first round anyway, just because you saved that year and that second That's deal. Right. I was just about to say that to you. But I, I still don't see it. I still, but- if you look at the years and how everybody swung and missed, for the most part, over the last decade, we can go over this. I think four and a half under at minus 120 is a good. To your point, I never saw Anthony Richardson or Will Levis playing this season then thought, oh, this guy is a top 10 overall pick, top 15 overall pick. And you got to think of all the teams that already have their quarterbacks established. Yeah, it's needs, right? It's needs. So I think at most four teams would need one of these guys to start this year. You would go over or under, Shaq? I am with you completely about your logic there that I think one of those two guys, at mm-hmm. least Richardson slash Levis, one of those two guys is being put up there to, as a distraction that, that, mm-hmm. that one of those, I bet you that everybody's not in on them. But the other side is that they're, they're both, they present a sort of project guy. So you want the extra year specifically with those guys, not just from a franchise QB standpoint, but right. if, if he's going to sit, if your intent is to, burn a year of that, then you want four years of him presumably as your starter. I mean, but again, with the Dolphins, like now the Dolphins have to kind of think about Hendon Hooker, right? Don't they? I mean, that would be a good fit that you could find in the draft. A guy, because, it, you know, it's West well, Coast they have offense, no picks, short, right? They have, they, they really have to be careful with their picks, right? Because yeah. th- those guys, I think they've done a great job though, loading up. But anyway, yeah, I, I think that's a fun one to to consider there. And I, and, and I hear your noise on that, especially 31 picks, not 32 this year. Right. And so, I don't know. It's such a joke process. The fact that the, the mock draft is a joke. And then even the guys taken are a joke. Like I was looking at draft history. Okay. The, the first quarterback taken every year, I, I think how many hall of famers in this bunch? Kenny Pickett. Nope. No, I mean, there's no reason. You don't know what's going to be. Uh, if we can't get past that, I'm not even going to go over Well, it. You, you don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I, how would you know? How, how could anybody have an opinion on how that? How many surefire Hall of Famers can I say that? Uh, Pickett and Ritter were the first two last year. Nope, I nope. think we could say no. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Jury's out on Trevor Lawrence, but I wouldn't bet money on Trevor Lawrence making Hall of Fame. Joe what? Burrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back. Trevor You're Lawrence betting against Wilson. Trevor Lawrence? If you have to bet. Hall of Fame? You have sure. to bet a finger. On it, you're gonna say right now, two years through, he's not going. Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) It was fine last year. It's okay. I mean, I know that he's going. A great playoff comeback, but if I had to pick right now, you would bet that he's going. If if a digit was on the line for me, yeah, I would bet. If I had to choose, I guess I'm a glass half full guy, and you're not. Well, I don't know how we're gonna get this spaghetti. What would you? Pick on that. Yes or no? Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence right now is not going to the Hall of Fame. His his stats are similar to uh, Davis Mills actually last year. Yeah. The only the only quarterbacks in the last like five years that are surefire are on the path to surefire Hall of Famers would be Mahomes and Burrow. And uh, right. And so that's 2020. It was right? Bur- Burrow and Tua. And I think Burrow has a better shot and a good shot. And I know you can go Herbert that thirty, but I'm not. I'm not there. He hasn't won anything in him. Yeah, nineteen. Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones. Again, this is Hall of Fame. This is hard to do. Baker Mayfield, (laughs) Sam Darnold in eighteen. No, no. Trubisky, Mahomes. No, no, no. Mahomes. Yes. Okay. But uh, Goff and Wentz. No. Right. Check. Am I misfiring? No, I think you're right. Winston Mariota. No. No. Uh, Bortles, Manziel, fourteen. 
EJ Manuel, Geno Smith. So I think there's two. So that's, you know, that's 20 quarterbacks and there's one or two. I sure, think. You can go back. You go back to Baker's draft. Uh, Josh Rosen likely will not make the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. I, you I can go down. down. That. Yeah. If you can spend it past the two, you got Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson with a shot. Lamar's fourth that, that year. Yes. Yeah. There, there are some guys like Deshaun Watson, right? Is was third pick. Well, that. that's uh, what I think that's what is the what completes the circle of uh, what makes it so fascinating to me is that, you know, that there are guys that are hall of famers that didn't go in the first round. It's wild how as much obsession as we collectively have about the draft. And it's not as though, you know, it's like the NBA draft and the NHL draft are vaguely unsatisfying to me because so many international players, what do I know what this 18 year old kid's going to do at the highest level, but we've watched these college Football players, or some of us have. Mm-hmm. Side note: the people who don't watch college football should be that should be a law. You can't you, you can't try to pretend you're a draft analyst if you haven't watched them play in college. Anyway, we've seen these guys play. How can we not figure out with, which ones are going to be good with greater accuracy than we did? Well, you think Trevor Lawrence is going to the Hall of Fame? I didn't so say I it. I, I said if I had to bet right now, I would bet he is because I'm a I'm a sunny uh, personality. All right. Um, Here's the other thing I'll say. It's going to be good. That team's going to be good. Well, what if you went to 2012 and you had Cam Newton, right? Or 2011 Uh, Cam Newton first overall Injuries and such happened. That's right. This time last year, Malik Willis was supposed to go where? What number two? He was was supposed to be number two. And they waited and waited, and he didn't go and Pickett went before him, and Ritter went for it, and so many went before him. I think, here's my point, to put a pin in it. Malik Willis, had he played another year, would probably be still the number one quarterback prospect this year, right? Hmm. Yeah. The, I, I feel like Josh Allen more than anyone else has kind of thrown things out of whack that now people try to see Josh Allen and Anthony Richardson and yeah. Will Levis to some degree. I think that people now think All right. are, are seeing things that maybe aren't. So there. if I'm going to lose it, that's, that's the mm. rationale there. Um, no, that if you're trying to draft Josh Allen is an anomaly. I don't understand this. Like we try to do this all the time. Like, they've been looking for the next Kevin Durant in the NBA forever. Uh-huh. There is no other Kevin Durant. I th- I like, see I see I I disagree with that, and I I get the Anthony Richardson knocks and all that, but man, in the 21st century, the f- last 12 uh, well okay 21st century, you have had the evidence of Ben Roethlisberger, Cam Newton. And now Josh Allen, guys who all came in as these big physical huh. specimens who could truck guys and all that, but they were inaccurate. They did big arm, but ah, uh, man, Newton I don't know if they're the gonna... best college football player in like the last twenty years. Like who Cam Newton? But he was, but the knock on him but, was um, that but, he was inaccurate. But Josh Allen was not even all Mountain West at Wyoming. Like that, like Ben Roethlisberger was good in college. It's so like, bizarre how they yeah, analyze. It. Josh Allen is was the Zach the Wilson thing is a phenomenon. Like there was no arguing that he was going to be number two taken. Right, like that, no question. Jets are going. They, yes, okay. Well, who's next? Let's just go down. Like. Nope, doesn't work out. So wonder, wonder, I'm you going know under four and a half. I wonder if Mike McDaniel likes this uh, trade. You know, the it would work out kind of timing-wise like that he likes Trey Lance. Lance, that he probably had a voice. Hey, Ky- would Kyle Shanahan really not consult Mike McDaniel on, like, do you like this kid? Of course he did, so he must like him. Ergo, maybe that's the fix. Well, I, what's interesting about that is San Francisco has so much – so much brain drain in terms of coordinators and uh-huh. you just look at the compensatory picks. They get all types of guys, but 
If you go back to that draft, everybody was kind of mixed on what they were going to do when they after eventually traded up. Like, did they trade up for Mac Jones? Did they trade up for Trey Lance? And I'm I'm of the belief that these insiders are not lying. They're just being told different things by different people, right? So, like, it stands to reason there was probably several people who are no longer in San Francisco hmm. who were pounding the table three years ago. We got to move heaven and earth to get this guy. And he, And if you're looking at Trey Lance now, you can't be looking at his NFL tape and say, this is what we want to do. Like you have to be going off the same evaluation that you had in college. Uh, if I'm another team, I'm, I'm door number two. I, I think Trey Lance, I think we've seen enough of them. I would take I'd roll the dice on somebody else. He's, he's a Turkey sandwich and I'm not a picky eater. I want to see, I want to see what else is there in the college. You're kind of right. And, and I think what you're talking about, Marty with Josh Allen and in, in the mountain West and all that, I am a pedigree snob. I also spent the last 20 years enjoying uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger's gridiron deeds coming out of Miami of Ohio. So I'm a little mixed, but ultimately as a pedigree snob, I am a power five guy. If the guy like there is something to that, even Hendon Hooker, who's pretty vanilla in terms of, you know, how dynamic he is. Um, I, I think it's a fairly safe play, right? And then I think of like Heath Shuler coming out of Tennessee uh, two generations ago, and that's disproven there. But I kind of like the idea that Hendon Hooker in an NFL offense, hey, just deliver short short range strikes for us in a in a ripe roster like the Miami Dolphins. I think he would be good there. I, I wouldn't draft him to I build think, my I, team around. We're that. talking I SEC. I saw this not on Caesar, so I won't mention where, but um, you could bet where Stetson Bennett ends up. I'm just going off your point about SEC quarterbacks. Fifth round is plus 500. I saw pretty good. He's expected to go sixth round, but if someone, I I think guys get bored, just like our fantasy drafts, you know, it's like, all right, this is now the eighth round. If you're doing a snake, it's like, all right, I want to pass on a quarterback, but um, man, I could get, let's say I could get Josh Allen here. Josh Allen really went to, I'm going to take a quarterback, even though I don't need a quarterback. I feel like that's how people do the mock drafts and the regular drafts. They get bored. That's why it went from two wide receivers projected in the first round to now five wide receivers because it's a sexy position. And I think that's what goes on in a lot of these things. I don't, I wouldn't surprise me, but the thing is, that's in Bennett is 26 years old. Hendon Hooker's 25. Like to me, I don't see, obviously they're not first round grades in general, but I don't see how you can take Stetson Bennett before the fourth round. No, no. That's why I think five. He'll be 30 in four years. It'll be something where you're bored and you think like he could teach, I don't know, be a good clubhouse guy. And the big thing is for, for where Bennett, I think people are spooked by him being a party guy. Gets you about Stetson Bennett. The same thing that got me with a Baker Mayfield. I get that you were drunk, but you couldn't run away from the police. You yeah, couldn't get away. Yeah. Where's your getaway speed? Right. Well, he's not a first rounder. No. I mean, you know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's, this. This cop is not bending the edge on Sunday night or on Sunday uh, in front of Al Michaels and Tariko. I grew up on the banks of the Three Rivers again. So wait, I whoa, 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 what? Before. What? It's, it's true. That's okay. why I wear the pirate hat. That's right. not just a random golden pea on my hat. Hmm. Um, Acrisure's finest. That's right. <laughs> I, you know, they drafted typically Chaz Noll, the Emperor Chaz Noll, and his gang from that point forward have, uh, uh, you know, best player available mm. in a year to year league. That's what you should be doing. That uh, right. Hear me GMs take the best player on the board. If it's a double down and quarterback mm-hmm. is, is the one place where you don't necessarily do that. But with almost, uh, uh almost a hundred percent of the time, just what, 
forget your need. Forget yeah. your need. Drafting for a need is is a loco thing to do. Uh, just who even knows anymore? When I saw like thirty one percent of first round draft pick sign a second contract. It's like, this is all a joke. That's right. Think about that. But I mean, like, but think about overthinking. Yeah. How Micah Parsons as the, the most recent example, like what the hell are you doing? You know, right. you're happy now that you addressed your yeah. immediate need teams that went in front of that. Sure. Crazy. But the thing that gets me, like you said, 31%, something like 31, that. I and it's not even one. like the back half of the, yeah, like the top 15 in a first round is 31 and the bottom 15. It's not even like it. It's not even tiered beyond that. So I would have said if I would have probably if off the top of my head said it was 45. Mm. All you need to do in this draft is find a player. Yes, that's it. Like if you find a guy who can walk in and come in and play for you right now, because that's what I mean, that's how the Seahawks had. That, that's how much they had so much success last year. A team that was supposed to be terrible. Right. But they drafted guys and had undrafted rookies starting and making plays. The Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Their whole defensive backfield was mm. rookies or the undrafted guys making – like, if you could just find guys, whether you mm. find find Jalen Watson in the seventh round or in the first round, well, either way, he's still locking up A.J. Brown and, on, in Super Bowl Sunday. And make sure that guy will swear on his children that <laughs> I, I commit a crime. <laughs> I would have a bunch of questions for these guys. Well, how would you answer that if I feel like a wide receiver from, um, you know, East Tennessee State? I'm like, all right, we're thinking of drafting you. I just need to know one thing. Would you swear on your children if you committed a crime? <laughs> would you swear that you didn't do it? I would, uh, yeah. How do you answer? I would try to, right. I would try to answer it what they'd want to hear. Right. Of I'd course. Be, what do they want to hear? Like, I'll lie. I'll do whatever it takes yes. to be a part of this team. Could be. Could be. <laughs> all right, let's get the hell out of here. Martin, uh, you and Mark Gunnels, Lemon Pepper Parlay, an enjoyable segment again, but even more enjoyable. I'm predicting. I don't know. Who knows how this turns out? He's going to be wearing a Cinderella dress on Hollywood Boulevard. You will be there tomorrow, Friday. Uh, we'll be there Friday, approximately 10 a.m. Okay. Local time, Hollywood Boulevard. Again, if you're out there, take a picture with Mark and you and you, and you put it on social media. That's nice. I will, will pick a winner and you will get a signed gold hat by everybody just, that you want to sign it on extra point. The picture should be gift enough, but, uh, but Martin, I'm just trying to incentivize, out. man. I, I want, I, I want people ooh, there, ooh. baby. Maybe that's as an extra layer just to we'll have giveaways, prizes. No, sorry. Go ahead. For the vain people that work at extra points like Dave Damashek, it'd be fun to be like three people of your choosing will sign it and be like, wait, <laughs> they didn't ooh. choose Dave. They didn't have me sign it. How dare they? I like that better. All right. Uh, Shaq minus three. You're coming back with Hench. That's right. Like in an hour. That's that's real soon. That's right. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about sports and, Mm -hmm. you know, the most important sport of all, the game of life. I love it. Against all odds tonight, uh, we're going to talk hockey, basketball, best bets, weekend bets. We'll hit it all. Megan Fun of Sports, Megan Connolly, Megan Galley. You got covered in glory. What am I missing? Laugh lines. I get it. Laugh lines. Oh yeah, we had the Sklar brothers on. Very, very funny. Oh, they're the best, aren't really they? Good. Really the, good. I love the I love the host the host question. Where should Ryan Seacrest go now? Yeah, I, I, that was a great. People one. said BET awards. <laughs> I don't know. I think they just went with a joke answer. All right, that's a reminder, <laughs> everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 